Gregory bravely sacrificed himself to become the ship's rudder. <laughs> I think that's false. Oh, uh, Master Splinter's super totes mad. What? Yes! Yeah. yeah! Two broomsticks at the same time. Expecto Patronum! You'll never amount to anything! Completely false. If it was Andy's girthy candy, there's no way they'd ever change that So, name. so, wait, is it goblins? Did I get it wrong? Oh, this one is true! I am chocolate. <laughs> and the theme of today's podcast is... Wait, are we still in the intro? Hello and welcome back, listeners, to the Allegedly Podcast, where me and my co-host get a mystery topic coupled with some mystery facts, and it's our job to figure out which facts are real and which facts are fake. My name is Alex, and with us always is Joe. My name's Rocket Raccoon. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess the Cowardly Lion now is our guest for today. Just watched fucking Guardians of the Galaxy. It's so sad. I've been avoiding it, and I, I don't feel like being that sad in a movie theater just yet. But remember, Joe, was it heartbreak in a place like this doesn't feel so bad, or whatever the quote is? It, it still felt pretty bad. <laughs> it still felt real to me. It, okay. <laughs> No, so, so yeah, that's just that's just the mood I've been in. <laughs> the mood you've been in is just complete despair. I mean, it has a happy ending, right? I would assume. Kind of. Like, they don't end it on a downer. A little bit. <laughs> it's like I go watch it, and just like to some fucking Led Zeppelin ballad, they're all just getting blown up and shot <laughs> and die. And it's just like Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And then like... Sylvester Stallone rolls up and is like, whoa, this shit is crazy. And it just ends. <laughs> okay, Misty Mountain Hop's never been so depressing. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Dude, I, I I would be genuinely upset. You feel like, uh, you feel like this foreboding depressed energy is going to go off in the podcast? Like, you think the topic is going to be depressing this week? Uh, I don't have the energy. I don't have the energy well, to look into the future. I've already looked into the sad eyes of a well, CGI raccoon. Look, our most depressing stuff recently was mutiny, right? That got that got pretty bad. That got pretty bad, right? Do you think it's going to get worse than that? God, I hope not. Oh, God. Oh, no. Just knocking <laughs> things over. All my De- seltzer waters. Oh, your, your death water? All my death waters. You just keep them out, don't you? You look like a... It's like if somebody walked into an alcoholic's house and said it's just all seltzer water. It's its really sad. <laughs> Do the same thing. I don't think... Those cans, they're just... They just they don't move well, you know? When you fall, <laughs> you look like it's a crazy a, person. It's always really weird Like when I go to take out like my recycle and I just have like a, a bag full of cans and it goes into the recycle and just like clang, 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 clang. And it's just... If only people knew. <laughs> like, here, yeah. Hey, at least you're recycling, though. So you don't get those glares. Right. Well, I live in Seattle. Yeah. It's the only time. It's the only time hippies will shoot you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll go that out. That goes in the glass. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's not a number three recycle. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That sounds amazing. <laughs> Uh-oh. You got a siren nope. going on, nope. bro. Someone, uh, someone didn't recycle. <laughs> someone got, someone got Birkin, Birkin stomped, dude. <laughs> Birkin stomped. So someone had to learn the hard way. Yeah. Doesn't sound like it went that well. Lesson to y'all: first thing you do is recycle. Right. Then rethink. Okay. When it when it's cardboard, they mean. Clean cardboard, not pizza boxes. All right, here we go. So today's podcast topic is VIPs, very important pets. Oh, so a little oh. off. So I should have gone with my Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, you, you, you know what? To be honest, Raccoon is probably on here somewhere. Right. <laughs> Terrible so pets. Here- Terrible pets. Little hands. Isn't it their glands? Don't they have like a stink gland? I don't know. They're I monsters. They made, I thought they made great pets, but they're their little hand or their their stink glands because they they mark. 
They're they're wonderful pets until they rip your face off. <laughs> you are a great pet, but uh, you know the whole face ripping thing. Is you not have great. turned me into Skeletor. <laughs> but I love you so much. Look at them junk the little cracker in water. Right. <laughs> uh, it says here no primary sources for this were Wikipedia and Presidential Pet Museum. Ooh, we got some presidential pets again, huh? Yeah. You know what's funny? We I thought we did. Didn't we do a podcast on this? Well, no, we did a podcast on the facts of presidents and pets came up. Mm-hmm. And then we had um, animal lovers, like famous That's animal right. lovers. That's right. I think there was a crocodile that was a presidential pet or something like that, which I don't know if you guys know or if anybody knows, but crocodiles will always try to eat you yeah they kind of have one mode yeah there's no taming there's no love there's people that know how to deal with crocodiles and then people that don't know right there's people that stay away from them and then florida (laughs) and then disney world i guess technically those are gators but well i mean we're not biologists here joe all right (laughs) well then what am i supposed to do with this biology degree (laughs) Throw it out the window, because we're making a podcast. Done. <laughs> Education is not needed here. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see, because they just had very important pets. So this could be presidential. It could be other things, too. Like, you never know. So let's get to fact number one. Presidential or President Calvin Coolidge had more pets and animals than President Theodore Roosevelt. Well, yeah. To be, I think, to be fair, I think Teddy Roosevelt shot all of his. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, I don't think he had any animals outside of dead ones. <laughs> he, I mean, he probably had like a, a hunting dog or something like that. What do you think they named him? Like a bloodhound? Remington. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> what was uh, the one? Bowman. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was That was Theodore, right? Yeah, that's so funny. Theo Roosevelt had a buddy who saw Bigfoot. Um, I'm gonna say yes. I I don't think Calvin Coolidge, like, I don't really know a whole lot about him. Was he an animal lover? I couldn't tell you. Yeah, he's kind of a milk toast president. I mean, I've heard the name. He's kind of a, a forgotten president. But like, you know, anybody in between, like, you know, fucking Truman. And Lincoln gets a little skewy. <laughs> We've had a lot of presidents that I, I know almost nothing about. Yeah, exactly. They just kind of filled the gap into between notable moments in U.S. history. Right. Apparently we've had like 49 of them, though. God, yeah. that's We know like five. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Calvin Coolidge, I don't really know a whole lot about. I'm going to assume... He had more pets because I think Theodore just ended up hunting his. Yeah, I think Theodore had more animals, but I wouldn't call them pets. <laughs> I mean, they're th- it, 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 they could both technically be animal lovers, right. they just show their love in different ways. Yeah. So, all right. Well, then let's go. One of we, them I, was more of the high evolution. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm trying to find the perfect hunt. Mm-hmm. He's trying to spin these animals up into the perfect amount of evolution to hunt. <laughs> he, I think he hunted all through his entire life, right? Like, oh, yeah. I don't think he ever stopped, did he? No. Like, after he retired, that's when he went to Africa and just shot God. everything. Yeah, because, like, sometimes you hear those stories about, like, you know, I think it was the guy that invented taxidermy. Mm. was a big game hunter, right? And he went on uh, a safari... And he shot and killed a gorilla, right? And back then, gorillas weren't just, like, in a museum or you couldn't just see it in a book or something. You know what I mean? Right. Like, he was just word of mouth, and he shot one. And they, you know, they 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 cut it up for meat and then for trophies and all that stuff. And apparently, he was so disturbed by killing a gorilla because they had such human characteristics mm-hmm. that he just sat and people just said that he sat by a campfire holding the gorilla's head, just looking into the eyes of this gorilla for hours. That's healthy. Yeah. 
he was just it, it shattered his psyche his psyche to such a degree that he ended up not doing any more big game hunting like he wouldn't go out and hunt but instead mm. would dedicate life to like taxidermy and and making sure that the hunted you know the hunted animals were at least preserved in some way like he he saw it as like preserving them instead of hunting them wow. or some shit like that i don't know but it fucked him up to a point where he just didn't go out and hunt anymore right. <laughs> yeah. but i don't think i don't think roosevelt ever had that problem i think mm-hmm. he was just like killed one next yeah, what they don't tell you at, from Night of the Museum is that uh, Teddy Roosevelt put all those animals into that museum. <laughs> so it's just like Robin Williams rolling up to the mammoth being like, remember when I shot you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the cavemen are just like, you're the guy that fucking shot me. Yeah. Okay, that, that elephant wasn't happy. <laughs> no. Yeah, the deleted scenes from that movie are wild. (laughs) Yeah, he's just having a conversation being like, well, you know, I I died of old age, but I remember when I shot you. Look, I'm just a wax figure of the guy. (laughs) (laughs) Don't blame me for him, okay? (laughs) But if we're being honest, I would shoot you. (laughs) If this wasn't wasn't a fake gun. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing, though. Like, fucking Robin Williams is so fucking likable that... Honestly, you could deliver lines like that, and you're like, oh, fucking Robin, you <laughs> dog. You scoundrel. He could stare into the eyes of a, a dead gorilla. Yeah. And make it yeah, funny. Yeah, and he'd be like, oh, look at this guy. This, little, this dead gorilla. It, it, it just, I don't know. I don't do a great Robin Williams, but I just can't. I can't imagine him it going over very well, but we can we can imagine him being <laughs> Doing, it's not Ron Williams. It's it's Ron Williams doing a Rose. Teddy Rose. Yeah. <coughs> What's next? We got a baby lion. <laughs> <laughs> I love so, it when uh, Robin Williams does his Yogi Bear impersonation. Oh God, I don't think I've ever heard that. That oh, that was uh, you. That's uh, oh, that's me. Yeah. You were. That's me. Your Robin Williams sounded like Yogi Bear to me. Whatever. <laughs> My Robin Williams may not have been good, but it was a Yogi Bear. <laughs> oh, did I say Yogi Bear? I meant Yogi Berra. Yogi Berra? <laughs> I don't even know who that is. I feel like I'm being insulted. I don't even know. <laughs> you know what? I have the balls to take the shot at a... Let's hear it, man. Let's hear it. A Yogi Bear impression or Rob Williams. Let's go. <laughs> Jumanji. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed Damn. It. Perfect. God. I I was wrong. That You pushed it to the limit and it came out perfected. The funniest part is that's like the one line in his entire line of movies that he just whispered. Right, yeah. And you just said it and it just, yeah, perfect. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could scream no for the end of that movie. <laughs> like, I don't, like, yeah, that was my impression. Here's my Patch Adams. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Here's my Patch Adams. I don't know. I just imagine myself in a clown outfit, but like, laughter is the cure. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, well... Uh, are we then we going uh, true for that pre- President Calvin Coolidge had more pets and animals? Oh, that's President. right. Uh, yeah. Nice. All right. Then we're going to go true for fact number one that President Calvin Coolidge had more pets and animals than President Theodore Roosevelt. Three, two, one. Bam. Oh, it's false. Oh, okay. This comes from Coolidge Foundation and NPS. Does it turn out that Calvin Coolidge is the murderer? Yeah, right. It's just like <laughs> Roosevelt had all the pets and he loved them all. Coolidge would <laughs> slaughter the home animals. <laughs> he hunted like fucking like the fucking animals on the grounds and shit for his presidency the lawn was called the red house oh god oh. yeah it's it called was the, the slaughterhouse the red lawn <laughs> alright so it says Teddy is number one for most pets but Coolidge was no slouch he is number two and had a, a veritable zoo Coolidge had the usual dogs cats birds but one of their famous pets was a raccoon. 
named Rebecca. I should have been like, I should have lied. Named right. Rocket. <laughs> like, wow, he's on to the future. Those weren't even invented yet. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, backstory. A farmer named Horace Bose, a.k.a. or Vose, a.k.a. the poultry king, was the supplier for the POTUS's Thanksgiving dinners for four decades. When he died, enterprising farmers angled for the job would send unsolicited meats to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. In 1926, one came in a form of a live raccoon from Mississippi. They uh, they adopted her, and she became very popular. She would definitely have, or have had her own Instagram account today. They had a special wire treehouse made for her, and walked her on a leash when outside. When inside, though, she had the run of the White House. It did not uh, did nothing to dispel the trash panda stereotype. Getting into everything, unscrewing light bulbs, opening cabinets, and upending potted plants. Coolidge was given a black bear, a wallaby, a small antelope, and 13 ducks. The first lady Coolidge insanely tried raising... Uh, that first lady... Coolidge insanely tried raising in the White House bathroom. So she tried to raise 13 ducks oh my in the God. White House bathroom. They also received a bobcat, a donkey, a pygmy hippo, and two lion cubs named Tax Reduction and Budget Bureau. All ended up in various suits. Oh my God. Um, this is a normal thing. Do presidents get gifts in the form like they of have the fucking whole weird animals? Chain. <laughs> Seriously. They had an herbivore. I, at, th- at this point, like... I'm kind of I've never been to DC. I've never been in front of the White House. I'm now mm. curious if I just roll up, is there a zoo attached to it? Like, not that I know. I know there. I've been to the Washington DC Zoo, but I don't remember it being anywhere near the White House. Seriously, that's weird, right? Like, yeah, dude. Could you imagine just like trying to do official business and just and like ducks. a raccoon unscrewing <laughs> the light of the room you're in? <laughs> so, raccoons running away with someone's toupee. Dude, the funniest part is if you look at a raccoon run while it's holding something, you can't even stay mad at it. Like I it's can a little skirt. Out by it. <laughs> it's creep. You think it's creep? It's like a little hopped bandit. Like he's yeah, like, hey, they, he's they, like they a get on their hind legs, and that's how I'm like, oh, that's creepy. Dude, it's <laughs> so funny. I love it. And he like takes the light bulb, and he's like, screw this. So and it looks cute in the pictures. It's a little raccoon, <laughs> little trash panda. <laughs> So we were wrong. Calvin Coolidge is a animal lover, but Teddy, dude, but apparently only silver medal. <laughs> yeah, apparently Teddy fucking loved him, and he loved him in life and in death. Apparently, apparently he had a a, a one for him, one for the museum mentality. <laughs> God damn it, Joe! That's not okay. <laughs> One for me, bam! One for you. One for me, bam! God. He's got like a pile. He's like, all right, taxi him up. He's like, I'm tired. I'm going to go stop being a president for a little bit. Right. Uh, it's somewhat ironic, but being a president got in the way of me killing things. I have a personal rule that I live by. I cannot raise any animal that I haven't already killed once. <laughs> Those baby pygmy hippos. I'll take a trip out to Africa before this. <laughs> I, I think that's why he probably had so many animals. He was trying to increase the population of some of them that he just fucking eviscerated. Right, yeah. Yeah, he's like <laughs> he's like replanting trees. <laughs> yep. He starts the, the fucking push to replant these trees because you know, you cut so many down in the right. prime of their treehood. Ah, oh, shit. Alright, well, we got it wrong, Joe. Yeah. Sorry. I wasn't I wasn't more knowledgeable on Calvin Coolidge. <laughs> uh, Alright, dude, you ready for fact number two? Yeah, let's do it. Alright. President Millard Fillmore, 1850, named his horses Mason and Dixon. Hmm. Yeah, yeah it sounds dis- fucked up, so probably. It's a little disappointing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Being Mason. disappointed in a U.S. president sounds about right. Sounds on course. Yeah, that's what makes this believable. Right. <laughs> so, Mason-Dixon line. What? Where is that? That was the um, the basic, the invisible line between the North and the South. Yikes. 1850? That tracks. Mm-hmm. What did the, the, what did the Civil War end? 1860? 
1870, something like that. So he must have been, was he the president right before Lincoln? I think so. That sounds right. I mean, Lincoln was a two. Yeah. Was Lincoln a two-term president? He he got reelected yeah, during the Civil War. I believe so. Right. So I don't think he finished his second term. No. Obviously. I think he was like, was he right in the beginning of it? I don't know how far he was. Honestly, I thought it was like pretty close to the beginning. Maybe I'm wrong. I think JFK was only one year in his presidency when he was assassinated. A year and a half. yeah, yeah, like a year, year and a half. So yeah. Like that, yeah. So maybe I'm getting that mixed up. Maybe. Maybe Lincoln, who knows? Lincoln could have been on his like fucking fourth reelection because right. I don't think they did away with that until what? World War II? Uh, it wasn't until uh, FDR. Yeah. And he's like, after my sixth reelection, I think we need to limit these terms. Right. So, um, Mason Dixon, 1850, Psh, that tracks. I say we go for it. Yeah. It sounds, it sounds right and terrible. I mean, like, look, you can only expect so much from a guy named Millard. Uh, yeah, Millard. Millard film. Hi, my name's Millard. Um, I'm gonna name my horses Mason and Dixon. You know, the racing horses. <laughs> that's the way I think he sounds. Actually, I guarantee you, that's how he sounds. Guarantee, like we have we have cylinder recordings of him. Yeah, wax cylinder recordings. Yeah, he's just like my fellow Americans. I have horses. That is all. Little known fact, Squidward was based after him. <laughs> Did Fillmore, President Fillmore, play a lot of the clarinet terribly? Terribly, yeah. <laughs> he lives next door to like a real... His VP is like a really annoying, lovable sponge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. No, that just reminds me of cartoon representation. I didn't know a whole lot about Richard Nixon. Mm. Um, and my, so my wife was talking to me about, um, Agnew, the v- his his VP, his vice president. Yeah. And, uh, apparently Agnew was ridiculously corrupt. Yeah. And just like a huge piece of shit. Yeah. He would just take, he would just take like literal suitcases of money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't know any of this, but I grew up watching fucking Futurama Oh, yeah, yeah. And the reoccurring character is Richard Nixon, who's the president of the world, like his head, right? Mm-hmm. And then fucking Agnew, who has no head. Right, Right, yeah. but makes a lot of, like, noises. Mm-hmm. That's all he does. He's just, like, a fucking Frankenstein character. Um, So I didn't know that, but, like, apparently Agnew is just a fucking, he's a piece of work. So who's to say this Fillmore guy is any better? <laughs> Fucking just wrap that up nicely like a fucking birthday package there. You're welcome. That was that was beautiful. That's professional right there. We are. We are a high quality That's, podcast. That was good. So what do you think? I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna go true. I think I think did I just stumble onto WTF with Mark Marin? That was wild. <laughs> that was, that wild, was wild, bro. Fucking crazy. Are we are we sponsored by NPR now? I like that was that was professional grade. Yeah, I really hope we're sponsored by NPR here pretty soon. That'd be great. I will I will push any facts they want me to push. But look, we already know we're responsible recycling, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, is NPR, are they out of Seattle? Because we already might have a leg up. I don't know where they're based. Eh, we'll just assume Seattle or LA. Sure. It's a safe bet. Yeah. Oh, you mean LA. LA. <laughs> I mean Southern Cal. Uh. <laughs> I don't. I don't actually say LA because I'm from Anaheim. Whoa! Yeah, that's just how cool in LA I am. Uh. <laughs> it's funny you live in Seattle proper, though. I think right. It's like uh, I live yeah. in Phoenix proper, but there are surrounding areas. You could be like, I don't know. Wait, is Seattle just one big like they have extended right Seattle greater area, but. Do people yeah, in, uh, live um, in like it's pretty Brandon? like yeah it's it's ex- certainly it's like any other city like it's expanded but like there's kind of a Seattle proper is kind of it's um it's a big area mm-hmm. but like there certainly is like Seattle Seattle and then the others so you have like a Mason Dixon line for Seattle I wouldn't phrase it that way 
I don't. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it. You coined them others. It certainly sounds like there is some tension. Look, there's there's Seattleites and then there's Seattle lights. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look, guys, there's people that are grossed out about the fucking gum wall. And then there's people <laughs> that give back to the gum wall. Right. There's people that we pay taxes for the gum wall. <laughs> And there's others that don't support the gum wall at all. Right. All right. Well, I learned something new. I didn't know that. So I'll just make sure to live on whatever side of the, the, the Mason Dixon line in Seattle that fucking Joe lives on. Right. Unless you live on the bad side. I mean, to be fair. Morality's gray. What if there is no bad side? It's there is no heads. bad side. Oh, shit, Joe. No, in the case of Mason Dixon, there was a bad there side. There was certainly, no, there was there, there was definitely like, a bad side. We're not going to uh, fucking, there's no morality there. That's just, it was the fucking north <laughs> fucked up there side. Was, there was one side that owned people. So. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, dude, then let's go. Um, true, that President Millard Fillmore, 1850, named his horses Mason and Dixon. Three, two, one, bam, it is true. Oh my god. If that's a picture, yeah, fucking A, dude. Even the okay, I'm gonna share this because that's the first thought I had, and the fucking writer totally fucking knew what I was going. Hold on. Look, who does that look like, Joe? Is that Alec Baldwin? That's dude, yeah. She's like, <laughs> looks like 13th president Alec Baldwin, Baldwin lookalike, Millard Fillmore. Oh my god, dude. That's fucking he, Alec he totally- Baldwin. He totally does look like Alec Baldwin. That's wild. <laughs> and not young Alec Baldwin. It looks like current day current, Alec Baldwin. Current shot a guy in the face Alec Baldwin. <laughs> look, I'm, I'm going to be that guy. It, it was a it was a female crew member. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah. He shot just, a lady in the face. A very... And a guy behind that lady got shot in the shoulder. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, he shot two people. The bullet passed through her? Mm-hmm. God damn. Yeah, God. Uh, she was the cinematographer and uh, he was the director. So it went through she, the cinematographer and, and it got was super director. sad. She was like, you know, my condolences because she was a, a pretty up and comer too. From what I heard, she yeah. was pretty successful. Yeah, no, it's a that was a that was real bad. Yeah, well, fuck the what do they call him? There was a the armorer. Was supposed to be somebody that checks all the firearms, and they were fucking around. Fuck those guys. Yeah, they were fucking around. Uh, Alec Baldwin should have also fucking known better. I don't think he's allowed to touch the gun until they start shooting, right? Like, well, I, I there don't wasn't think... supposed to be any bullets at all. There was just a camera test. Oh, really? I thought. Yeah. I thought they had bullets loaded in that were fake, and then the dummy guns were swapped, and he's not allowed to touch the dummy guns, even. I, so I, I don't even know what he check. is or isn't allowed to do, but I, I don't know either. I, I yeah. talk like I I've been on a movie. I don't set. know why Fuck his it. finger was on the trigger. Yeah, for sure. I mean, especially like it was for just a, a camera test. Like they weren't yeah. even doing a take. Why even give him a gun? Just give him a piece I, of wood. Like, yeah, there's a lot there that's just like what. I mean, let's be honest here. As a kid growing up, I used to flip like those fake, you know, plastic and metal guns. Mm-hmm. Just fucking give him that. Like we know that it's a pop gun. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. It's it's a absolutely wild situation. So, anyways, enough about fucking Fillmore Baldwin. All right. Anyways, let's get back to this dude. Dude, okay, so here, I'll read the explanation. Millard Fillmore was a softie when it came to animals, although he didn't bring many pets with him to the White House. He did start the AS, or, I'm sorry, ASPCA chapter in Buffalo and sponsored New York's first ever animal protection bill. Quote from Fillmore, When I was a thoughtless boy, I took the life of a mother bird. I remember my father was greatly grieved and said, Millard, do you realize what you have done? You have taken the life of a mother and have left your children to die of starvation in the nest. How would you like to have a great giant come along and kill your father and mother and leave you alone without food or care? My father's rebuke sank so deeply into my heart that since that day, I never have taken the life of a living creature. See, like, dude, yeah, you know that, like, fucked him up in the Mm -hmm. head. But, like, I don't know. I, I have a feeling a twist's coming. Yeah, right? Like, he's just like, and ever since then... I got the taste of killing fucking mom birds. 
<laughs> oh my god. So he says, ah, oh, sweet, right? Well, his empathy apparently stops at animals because fast forward to 1850. VP Fillmore gets a promotion because his predecessor consumed an ungodly amount of cherries and milk on a hot summer day in D.C. He, uh, he signs into law the Fugitive Slave Act, an awful and controversial compromise between the North and South regarding the expansion of slavery. Slavery, And it is a uh, as terrible as it sounds. Severe fines for federal and local officials who help escapees or who refuse to help return them to the South, declare habeas corpus the right to be unlawfully detained by the government irrelevant, provided financial compensation for anyone who brought in suspected fugitives, a fucking bounty, directed law enforcement to detain people such as scant uh, on such scant evidence as a sworn statement claiming ownership. The fate of the accused was decided by a commissioner at a hearing. No jury allowed, and they were not permitted to testify. The pre- predictable result was a rampant kidnapping and terrorizing of free black people in the North, whether they had been slaves or fugitives or not, and their involuntary transfer south of the Mason-Dixon line back into slavery. The Presidential Pet Museum website states the naming of his ponies Mason and Dixon, the heart of the country's bloody political divide was proof of Fillmore's sense of humor. I was trying to imagine today's equivalent, like if Biden named his dog Rowan Wade, or BLM or Karen or Deep in State. I kind of like the last one. I kind of like the last sound, the Deep in State. <laughs> I'd have one be a shark and the other be a llama. <laughs> There's your uh, heavy historical fact for the week. I'll try to make the rest fluff pieces. No pun intended. Or pun intended. So, what a piece of shit. Yep, not great. God, who would have thought fucking somebody that looked like Alec Baldwin could have done something so terrible. God damn it. Like, yeah. Who knew such a pile of shit could be so fuckable? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the writer texted me. If you need another reason to hate Fillmore, he was so divisive. He caused the parties at the time to break up and regroup, so he essentially gave us the Democrats and Republicans two-party system we have today. Cool. Fucking A, dude. This motherfucker. He's just like, look, I killed a baby bird once, and so animals gotta keep them. <laughs> but, like, if you kill a slave, I guess that's okay. It's fine if it's property. Dude. But animals are property, too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> look, it's so let's fucking not, stupid. Like, God let's, damn, not bring, we, let's not bring rationale into this. Like, God, he's so dumb. It's just ridiculous. But... Fucking, I guess he had a sense of humor. He was like, this is my, this is my pony mm-hmm. north, and this is my pony south. Right. Now we're going to make him fight to the death. <laughs> 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 well, it looks like the north pony cut off the fucking trough from the south pony, so it's probably going to starve. This is great. This is good stuff. <laughs> this is good stuff. We don't have TVs yet. <laughs> God, I'm bored. <laughs> Make the animals fight. I'm a good person. God, dude. What a fucking piece of shit. Well, uh, God. Yeah, well, there's your there's your fun factoid. We got it true. We got it right. I did Yay. not know about his piece of shittery, though, so. Now we now we all know. And knowing's half the battle, Joe. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Hey, hey, Joe here from Allegedly. Real quick, I want to tell you about this week's sponsor, Newsly. Newsly is an audio app for your iOS or Android that picks up the most trending articles from the topics that are most important to you, and here's the trick, reads them to you in a natural human voice. From the Batman to Bitcoin, Kiev to the Kardashians, follow any topic your heart desires. And while you're there, go ahead and check out their featured podcasts from over 50 countries, like say, I don't know, allegedly. I've been using it for over a week now, and I'm loving the convenience of having my news and podcasts all in one place. So come and join me by clicking the link in the description and downloading Newsly for free. As an added bonus, go ahead and use the promo code allegedly and receive one month of their premium subscription for free. Stop scrolling and start listening. Okay, back to the show. All right, here we go. Fact number three. Donald Trump is the first U.S. president to have no pets. Yeah, 
I think so. Yeah, because he's a fucking maniac. But he's a fucking maniac. I mean, yeah, no, even Nixon had a dog. That's because Nixon was, like, not a seamless... Un- it, like, Nixon had his own problems, and he was a piece of shit in his own way, right? But even mm-hmm. a lot of historians can attribute something good, right? <laughs> it's not going to be the case on this one. They're just going to be like, everything he touched was fucking just garbage. Just garbage. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, did you see what, uh, what uh, sh- the first lady did to the garden? No. <laughs> You didn't read about that? Uh-uh. So they have like this historical fucking rose garden, right. right, in the White House. It's historical. Like it's beautiful. They've had like the first lady is is uh meant to care for it. There's like mm-hmm. a tree planted. It was like a big deal. Like it's it's one of those like job duties of the first lady, but like it's it's historical. You go walk through the rose garden and shit like that. Right. Dude, uh what was her? Melania, she fucking mm-hmm. ripped it up. Yes. And and fucking made it a resort. Like if you've ever walked through a high end resort, how everything's kind of gaudy. Yeah, yeah. Right. And it works because it's a resort. It's supposed to look just gaudy and I don't know, lame, but like mm-hmm. lame is clean, right? Yeah, she made it look like that and it's gross and it's boring and she killed a shitload of history. I'm surprised <laughs> the workers even agreed to do it. So fucking 60-year-old bushes, like, rosebushes and shit, fucking gone. All for, like, fucking, I don't know, lavender. <laughs> uh, I should probably put something worse in. But, yeah. Well, so. at least that's the worst thing to happen <laughs> during that presidency. I haven't even gotten started on, like, I haven't even stopped on Melania. Don't get me started on Trump. <laughs> Nothing could be worse than that. <laughs> shit um so th- this is a rapid fire right like yeah. we, i think we both agree um and i actually think i heard that too because uh we did the fun facts episode i think back in 2017 of presidents before we did allegedly and i'm pretty sure the fact for trump was he had no pets and was a huge <laughs> piece of shit <laughs> that was that was the fun fact huh that's the fun fact <laughs> I couldn't find enough time to talk about one dark fact of fucking not fun fact of Trump. So that's a whole we could make a podcast on that. You know what I mean? Go from there. Be the be the twelve hundredth podcast about it. Can't help it. And there's still not enough to cover all the stupid shit he did. Mm. Alright. Well, that was our rant for the podcast episode. Now I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> fucking two dark facts in a row god damn it writer <laughs> um okay so let's just go I, I think we're true true donald trump is the first u.s president to have no pets sound good yep all right here we go uh we're gonna go true that donald trump is the first u.s president to have no pets three two one bam oh it's false mm. oh well he didn't have any pets though So he's actually one of three presidents who purposely passed on pets, right? Others are James K. Polk and Andrew Johnson. Fucking still tracks. Our theory is still sound. Piece of shit. (laughs) Andrew Johnson gets an asterisk, though, because while he did not formally have any pets, he went full Disney and befriended a family of mice living at the White House during his impeachment. (laughs) What the fuck? That's rad. He's like being cooped up and waiting to hear exactly how many people in the Senate hated him made him feel lonely and isolated. The mice's company and adorable antics helped to boost his spirits. He would even put out a little basket of flour and some water at night to encourage them to return. He was smart enough not to use cheese. He only he only escaped conviction by one vote, but was happy to at least have won the confidence of his little fellows, as he called them. Like, dude, what? Like... You have to be next level, just kind of out there, just to be like. So somebody comes in, and be like, "Okay, I got all this litigation. I need you to look over. Here's tomorrow's plans." Jerry's coming out of the wall. Jerry is coming out of the wall. Yes. And Jerry is my little fellow. Oh, all right. I leave treats out for him. We're going to have to lower your mercury doses, I think. Hmm. (laughs) 
James K. Polk didn't have any beds because he was, was a, a workaholic. Pile of shit. No, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't. Trying, he was trying to conquer the West. He's quoted as saying, "No president who performs his duty faithfully can have any leisure." Zero fucking chill, this guy. Someone needed to gift him a hooch mastiff that slobbers all over the White House and destroys the couch in the Oval Office. But over time, they oh wait, someone. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So they, this all is hypothetical. Okay, so someone needed to give him a hooch mastiff that slobbers all over the White House and destroys the couch in the Oval Office. But over time, they become best friends and solve crimes together. And hooch saves Polk's life, but gets shot and dies. But it's all, oh but it's not all sad because spoiler alert: he knocked up the love interest's dog. So there you go. <laughs> fucking, we already got the next Disney Channel. Fucking Guardians of the Galaxy Four. <laughs> hooch hooch in love <laughs> dude the um who was it it was it was abraham lincoln i think had a dog right wasn't it yeah that he gave it to his buddy and then the the fucking dog got stabbed <laughs> yeah fucking a dude wait a minute you're telling me that he handed so wait lincoln had a dog and he yeah. he died and mm-hmm. fucking this andrew johnson's guy is like Ugh, a dog and that, so Andrew Johnson is the reason why this dog got stabbed. No, remember, what? like he gave him like because the dog was um, disruptive. And, uh, Lincoln just gave it to like his best friend to take care of oh, until and then his it presidency there. was over. And then he yeah. died, and then the dog got fucking stabbed. Yeah. Okay, I think you're right. First thing there, I thought like he just inherited. And Johnson is just like, ugh, <laughs> no. Dog. No, Lincoln. Lincoln was like, he gave it to his buddy. So Lincoln was being somewhat responsible. And yeah, then, yeah. And then the dog got stabbed by a fucking mm-hmm. drunk. Yes. What an asshole. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh well. So it was that was confusing as shit, but we got it wrong. So Donald Trump still a huge pile of shit, but it looks like there's a couple other huge piles of shit. In America as U.S. president, crazy. <laughs> You're like, you shut your mouth. (laughs) Shut it. All right, here we go. Fact number four. The one reptile to ever intentionally call the White House home was an alligator. True. Yeah, I think that's true. Um, Unless there was more reptiles. But I think, I honestly thought one of them had like an alligator as a pet. (laughs) I don't know that for certain, but I thought I read about it once upon a time. I can't tell you which president it was. Probably somebody from Florida. Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> JFK Jr. <laughs> uh, In the future, little, after he comes back from the No, day. that that was a little that was a little that was a little Q humor right there. <laughs> what are you talking about, Joe? In the future? He's today's president. Everybody knows this. <laughs> and, and when he says alligator, that's just a cover up word. One of his one of the the quote unquote pet is actually his VP and it's a lizard person from the hollow earth. Oh, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. Look, a lot of these, uh, they, they use code words to cover up a lot of things. So if you're <laughs> Look, part of the club, you know, I don't think we should give those maniacs any more ideas. I'm just waiting for somebody to reciprocate and I could be like, that's it. I can slowly sut like subtly change Q. Right, <laughs> yeah. I could just push the Q I, propaganda I in the right direction. Q. Yeah, see, like I just slowly steer the conspiracy into a positive direction. What we need to do is turn this to Q from Next Generation. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. He was a huge piece of shit until the end. <laughs> until remember, he I, got kicked out of his club, and so he was just like a human. And he was just like dude on the Star Trek or the Enterprise. <laughs> They got cold I'm just saying we just back. need to turn them that way, and so then everybody just knows they're just co- just copy and pasting Star Trek Next Generation quotes. <laughs> I think that way work. we can then predict the future. Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna end every blog post when I'm Q with engage. <laughs> Number two. Number two. <laughs> Make it so. <laughs> All right, then let's go true on fact number four that the only reptile to ever intentionally call the White House home was an alligator. Sound good? Mm-hmm. All right, three, two, one, boom! Oh, it's false. Oh, fuck, Aww. dude. Man, I've gotten every single one of these wrong. 
Okay, so there's a widely believed apocryphal story that John Ancy Quittems kept an alligator in the East Wing bathroom at the White House to surprise unsuspecting guests because he thought their reaction was hilarious. The earliest account... Dude, just imagine that. Just imagine fucking if this was true and he's was like, I'm going to send Jerry and his wife up to the yeah. bathroom and then he's... <sighs> yeah! <laughs> so I, we caught the snake from Anaconda, the one that killed <laughs> Owen Wilson, and we put him in the bathtub. Wait till he's taking his shit. Go check out the bathroom. <laughs> this is going to be great. <laughs> And then he just like, yeah, just like comes out and he's like, oh shit. <laughs> hey, has anybody seen Ice Cube? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A, dude. So uh, it says the earliest account of this story comes 60 years after its presidency. And it's unlike and it's unlikely that a surprise alligator story wouldn't have been documented contemporary, uh, whatever, contemporaneously. So it is probably not true, but you'll see John Quincy Adams's alligator story online and in books presented as fact. One president had a son that bought two pet alligators to roam the White House grounds occasionally, but sources conflict whether it was Harrison's or Hoover's son. I think it's Hoover's and Wikipedia is wrong. <laughs> Reptiles are not common uh, White House pets, although Teddy Roosevelt's kid did have some snakes and uh, that once made an unexpected appearance during an important meeting with members of Congress and scared the shit out of everybody. <laughs> snakes roamed the grounds at the water. I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes in this motherfucking Oval Office. <laughs> Get me Sam Jackson for president 2024. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's been carted below the Mason Dixon. Oh, God damn it. Ugh. No, he fixed that shit pretty quick. <laughs> He's like, you motherfucker. That's how we got into Django Unchained. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, that's when we bring in Jamie Foxx as the VP. They yeah. keep each other straight. You know what I mean? Straight and narrow. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A, dude. Jamie Foxx did play the president. Did he in what? Uh, White House Down. Really? That was him? Yeah with, yeah, with Channing Tatum. White House Down. Why am I forgetting that? What's the one with... Oh, that's Olympus is Fallen. Olympus is Fallen. They're this, okay. basically the same movie, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I guess I was like, dude, I don't remember G, uh, Jamie Foxx being in that movie. But no, I, I, we're thinking a different one. Gerard Butler. Yeah. I get him <laughs> confused with Jamie Foxx all the time. All the time. It's hard. <laughs> it's the Scottish accent. Yeah. <laughs> just, it just masks everything. It's really, yeah. it's really discerning. Him and like, you know... Fucking Jamie Foxx. They just have I thought it was an odd choice for Django. <laughs> Gerard Butler in Django. <laughs> God damn it. Um, uh, sure, you mean I get to go kill white people? <laughs> Shine me up. <laughs> uh, historical lows at the box office today. We cannot figure out why. <laughs> uh, I like the way you bleed. <laughs> the the way he draws his gun is always really slow too. Yeah, he's like, here I come, take this. Uh, everyone should go buy the mesh candy. <laughs> why why are you doing the the hard Sean Connery? That's the one I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> because maybe it's the only Scottish accent I can really do. <laughs> Fucking Sean Connery as Gerard Butler as Jamie Foxx in Django Unchained. Too many hats? Is that too many hats? That might be. Because it, because the, the, the fucking Sean Connery doesn't try to be anybody but Sean Connery, so that might that might be a difficult movie to cast in. <laughs> What do you mean I have to do a Scottish accent? <laughs> this, is, from, this is my Russian accent. Yes, I'm from Scotland. <laughs> I've Quick studied Highlander, abroad. I'm a Spaniard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're a Spaniard and Highlander. You spend a lot of time in Egypt and Japan. Go. <laughs> hey, you are Highlander. <laughs> uh, I, got, I got to say, I look pretty good in brownfish. 
<laughs> Dude, he, he did, didn't he? I totally forgot about that. Tons of <laughs> eyeliner. <laughs> Dude, he looked old in that movie, and he wasn't even old. Like, right. He, I mean, to be fair, he's kind of always looked old. Yeah, it's true. Oh, shit. Well, we got it wrong. God, we... I'm getting slaughtered. I'm sorry. Next one, I'm not answering. You answer the next one. I, oh. Not, oh, God. I'm not answering it. Because every time I've answered, I've gotten it wrong. It's, like, bad wrong, too. Like, it's not even just, like... Ans- answered was the, the real depressing one, so... Yeah, well... Uh, see, the, the one I got wrong, right, was, like... Or every time I get it wrong, it's not just, like, oh, you know... It's kind of wrong. No, I get it wrong, and it's just like you got duped by a fake story, you idiot. Oh. <laughs> okay, you let your prejudice get a hold of you. <laughs> my pride and my prejudice got a hold of me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's go to fact number five. Birds were a more common White House pets than cats. True. I think there used to be uh, peacocks on the White House lawn. But were they pets? Like, I'm, what I mean is, like, presidential pets. Mm. Mm. I remember, who had the, one of them, I think Andrew Jackson had the cussing bird. What's a cussing bird? He had a parrot, and it cussed. Oh. So, like, he has this parrot, and they're like, okay, Mr. President, we want to, you know, start going over the curriculum mm-hmm. for today. It's just like, bitch! Yeah. Bitch! I guess it was really foul-mouthed. Dude, how funny would it be? Who was this again? Andrew Jackson? I think. I can't remember. I... Well, like I can't it, remember because it stayed in the White House. Like he didn't take it with him. Yeah, well, it'd be so funny as if like it's like, hey, Drew, don't worry about it. He says bitch to everybody. You know, he's not talking to you. He's like, okay, I'm sorry. And the parrot's just like, Drew Johnson is a bitch. <laughs> look, he just repeats what people say. I don't know. Maybe be more likable yeah. in the office. Right. His wife's got tickle bitties. <laughs> what? <laughs> Motorboat. <laughs> so, Bree and uh, the writer and I and, and our daughter, we we went on this like TikTok video spree of this bird, a parakeet. Yeah. And it can it can like legitimately tell you what things are, right? right. And so for like a week straight, we were walking around the house being like metal, uh, water, fresh water. But I guess, like, looking into it, these birds need, like, constant stimulation. Constant. Like, you need to be working with them or holding them or something like that, right? Like, Right, yeah, yeah. And I, I just, I don't know, man. It's, yeah, because, like, I mean, they, a lot of those, like, because they grow up in flocks. So they're just, <laughs> they have constant companionship all the time. Yeah, like, what, what, what would happen if you're trying to sit there and do work at the Oval Office and you just hear, like, glass, glass, <laughs> metal, <laughs> rock rock <laughs> and then they come down because he could know paper and he like they they don't just like lightly when he identifies things in the stuff like you can mm-hmm. tell they reuse the items right when he so like when he wants to hold up a book and he's like what's this he's like book right like that book is chewed to shit up because they have to like pierce it with their beak in order to tell what it is right and so like he's just shredding paper on the desk and he's just like paper paper <laughs> he's like oh damn it <laughs> and everything's like handwritten oh now. do you think he freaked printing. out when he saw quills oh yeah dude murder murder <laughs> friend <laughs> friend <laughs> brothers and sisters we will rise uh, yeah I didn't teach him that oh god <laughs> <laughs> oh shit so what, what do you think birds more common in the white house yeah fuck cats? it let's go yeah, I think so too. Cats are kind of an odd house animal, and I can't foresee them like spending a lot of time. Oh, I don't know. There might have been more cats to get rid of the mices, but I don't know. Ooh, I don't okay, know if those so, are pets. So they they brought in cats to get rid of the mice, mm-hmm. right? Maybe they brought in the peacocks to get rid of the cats. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody knows you bring in the snakes to get rid of the peacocks, but then you need mm-hmm. the gorillas to get rid of the snakes, and that's why. We and then have... you need, and then you need the alligators. Do the alligators get rid of the gorillas? No, that's how the gorillas get around. They ride them. Ooh, that's true. The gorillas tame the alligators and ride yeah, them. Yeah. Okay. Is that why we have them, alligator riding gorillas on the on the front lawn of the White House? That's uh. That's why we have the moat. Yeah. Oh, does the moat keep the alligator mm-hmm. riding gorillas away? Yeah. Yeah. 
it's it's obviously because the because gorillas are literally like 800 pounds of pure muscle <laughs> the, the, they would sink right i mean mm-hmm. that's why a moat is smart yep i got it it's almost too yeah easy. they thought of everything <laughs> was that why we have an explosive gorilla population right next mm-hmm. to the white house yeah, little known fact that like entering the White House is basically entering the Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Mr. President. Here is your anti-gorilla bunker. And a spear. Yeah. Okay. Oh, God. Is this turned into Planet of the Apes really quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie, dude. I'd love it. Like, <laughs> what it was couldn't the, what be was the, worse. What was the chimp's name? Caesar? I, yeah, I, was, I, was just about to say I would love to have Caesar as like a VP or president or something. I'm like, what's up, Caesar? Hey, look, as long as he's played by Andy Serkis, I'm in. <laughs> no, it's Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> Why, hello. Ugh. I don't like. I don't like this fucking. I don't like this Sean Connery champ. <laughs> Taste my poop a little. Yeah, uh, get out of here, you damn dirty human. Sean Connery wasn't in Planet of the Apes, right? No, he was in Zardoz. Okay. Yeah, he, uh, who was the main in Planet of the Apes? Um, Charlton Heston. There we go. He's the one that yelled the, damn dirty apes. Mm-hmm. You did it. You did it, you yeah. bastards. Yeah. So, okay. Um, so what do you think? Fact five. I'm, it's you. It's all you. I, uh, I, fuck it. Let's go true. All right. Then we're going to go true on fact number five, that birds were more common in the White House, or more common White House pets than cats. Three, two, one, bam! It is true! Nice. Several presidents had birds, everything from canaries to exotic parrots, to wild cat, or wild caught birds. Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Coolidge, uh, who had the raccoon, also kept a mockingbird, but apparently it was super illegal in DC to have them as pets and carried a fine in a 30 days in jail. She didn't want to embarrass the country by being the first lady to see the inside of a jail cell, so she grudgingly parted ways with him. Most everybody has heard about Andrew Jackson's swearing parrot, who had to be removed from his funeral as it would not stop cursing. Yeah. Martha Washington had a parrot and, a jo- and that George apparently hated. James uh, Madison's parrot outlived both he and his wife, and McKinley had a parrot that could whistle Yankee Doodle Dandy. Dude, nice. Andrew Jackson's parrot. I might just, we might just rent out. I might just get a parrot, train it to swear, and rent it out at funerals because my God. Right <laughs> like, Did you George, hate your grandpa? It's like George was uh, not the easiest man to get along. He's like, fuck, fucker, fuck, little bitch. Just like in the corner, like nobody can get to him either. He's like in the rafters yeah. of the church. He's like, fuck, bitch, fuck you. So burning hell. (laughs) So uh, apparently, um, I I didn't know this, but it's the funniest fucking fact. They they sometimes have issues with parrots that they keep at zoos Mm -hmm. because the the parrots won't just copy people; they'll copy parrots. So if they rescue a parrot or they get it from a different zoo, and they find out that parrot swears and they mix it in with the other parrots too quickly, they could have other parrots mimicking the swearing parrot. Nice. So you'll be walking by, like, the cage of parrots, and there'll be, like, five or six of them, like, bitch, fuck, cunt, bitch. Just, like, going absolutely crazy with swears. <laughs> so they have to reintroduce them slowly so they can take on new habits. Right. So fucking funny. Anyways, um, okay, so Roosevelt had a Hayekinth, Macaw, and he said the bright blue plumage made it look straight out of Alice in Wonderland. A few presidents loved their cats, Lincoln among them. Uh, he once said his cat Dixie was smarter than the entire cabinet. Okay, Lincoln. Okay, we were giving fucking your VP a shitload of crap for having Dixie or Dixon. Oh, I guess it's Dixie. Huh? It's not. It's not Dixon. Mm. It's dangerously close, Lincoln. You're fucking riding a line here. All right, he's fucking dancing with the devil. God damn it. <laughs> His other cat was named The Line. Yeah. 
<laughs> you had three cats. Yeah. It's like Macy, Dixie. Oh, I guess Lincoln didn't choose him either. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was back. Okay, so the VP was a runner up. That's right. So they didn't choose their VPs. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, you didn't have a running mate back then. Yeah, so, and that's the same reason why his VP was looking at, he got uh, impeached because he was trying to fire Lincoln's war secretary, who, you know, was a badass, apparently, during Civil War or some shit. Okay, so Lincoln didn't choose the cat named Dixie. He inherited it, or somebody else named him or something like that. And then Andrew Johnson was a piece of shit, you know, probably advocated for the South pretty aggressively. Mm -hmm. And uh, he had Mason Dixon. So, okay, okay, it's all coming together. Sorry, Lincoln. I assume the worst and that ain't made an ass out of me. So. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it says here, Coolidge had a tomcat named uh, Tige, T-I-G-E, Tige. I I thought it'd be Tigger, but it's not. Right. You know what I mean? Like the mm-hmm. Winnie the Pooh character, but it's T I G E. Tige. Is it Tige? Sure. Yeah, whatever. It's it's an odd name that he adored. He would walk around the uh, around the rounds with uh, Tige draped across his neck. Uh, the cat escaped once, and they turned to radio for help with the Secret Service announcing over airwaves, "We regret to announce the President of the United States has lost his cat." He was found at the Lincoln Memorial, but eventually escaped again, never to return. Well, wow. I was like, the Lincoln Memorial? Holy cow. That was a long way. That cat made it a ways. I, I think they just found one that looks similar, and they're like, we found your cat, Mr. President. Right. Like, just find a fucking tomcat that's an asshole. <laughs> found your cat. I found this one in the pet cemetery. Got <laughs> 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 that crazy fake cat look. And he's like, oh, just how I remember him. Right. It smells like death. <laughs> Just like how he did smell. Oh, Tiege. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for the optional bonus? Because we're going to need it. We, we're going to we have to do this to get back back up to, to average. Oh, yeah, dude. We only have we have two out of five. We mm. need three. Three out of five is average. All right, here we go. Optional bonus. True or false? Joe Biden is not the first president to have a German shepherd named Major sent out of the White House for biting incidents. I didn't even know he had a fucking dog that bit somebody. Yeah, he had to send his dog away. Right, well, dude, if you bite somebody, fucking yeah, okay. I mean, I a- hope animals it was an Ted animal. Cruz. I mean, if you bit Ted Cruz, that's a fucking service. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he called a. He bit him because he's like your your wife's look like a. What did what did Trump call her? A dog faced. Yeah. Loser. Yep. Bit him there. He just does not have good track records with dogs. Who, Biden? Uh, no, fucking or... Ted Cruz. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I think, uh, I don't know. So you, you're, you, do you think he's the first president then that had that happen? Well, the, I'm going to go, it was a true or false, right? Yeah. Because the, not... the, rec- the rec- uh, requirements is the German shepherd named Major. And you left and the White House. And sent away. Yes. I mean, Major is a pretty basic name. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's too much going on there. I'm going to go with, yeah, tr- true. He's not He's not the first. Let's do it. All right, we're going to go true that Joe Biden is not the first president to have a German shepherd named Major sent out of the White House for biting incidents. Three, two, one, bam. It is true. Nice. FDR also had a German Shepherd named Major that he acquired while New York, or governor of New York from the New York State Police. FDR's Major proved to be more police dog than pet, however, and mm-hmm. had a tendency to chase the maids and fight with other dogs. His stay at the White House officially ended, had to end after he bit a senator and tore the pants leg off a visiting prime minister. Joe Biden's dog, Major, was sent to live with the family in Delaware after biting several Secret Service agents. Aww. <laughs> not one Ted Cruz though. No, no, not one senator. Uh, it's the Secret Service guys. Nah, those guys put up with enough. Dude, fucking <laughs> rip the pants off a visiting pr- uh, British Prime Minister. Like, welcome to the United States. Uh, <laughs> <you enjoy it. laughs> oh God, this dog. 
ripping my pants leg off. <laughs> oh, well. Well, we got it, dude. You were definitely the uh, bright star of this podcast because I was not. <laughs> I apparently don't know anything about animals. And we I, got a I three. Think, I think it has a lot to do with uh, watching Guardians of the Galaxy, finally. I was, yeah. I was primed. Dude, you, you figured it all out. It all came together for you, huh? Yeah. But uh, we got a three out of five. It's a te- the good thing this is a team sport. It's a team lift. Right. It's a team. Yeah, it's a team effort. Yeah. You made me look good. So hey. Thank you. All I ask is that you pay it forward. <laughs> Make somebody else look good, and then so on yeah. and so forth. Awesome. All right. We'll we'll do it coming week, and then next week I'll let you know how to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to close this one out? Yeah. Uh, and there you have it. That was this week's allegedly podcast where I made Alex look good. And hopefully next week he'll make me look good because I'm not going to try. <laughs> if you want to make us look good, go ahead. Follow us on all the socials at allegedly or email us at allegedly.podcast at gmail.com or find us every Monday wherever you find your podcasts. And until next time. Well, we'll see you around. I was going to do Sean Connery, and then I was like, should I do Sean Connery? I just did it anyways. Oh, I mean, yeah. you did it, Joe. That was you. Oh, that was, that was well, that was Jamie. Clearly, that was Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx, our <laughs> untold guest, showed up <laughs> for one line. That's all we could for get him one, to say on Cameo. For one line. Yeah, it was like 13 grand for him to say that. He's Cameo. like, I, I don't know why I'm doing a Sean Connery accent, but whatever, buddy, you're paying. Yeah, I'm like, goddamn, nailed it. Crushed it. That's I thought it was Sean Connery for a second. I looked up, it's Jamie Foxx. What? Crazy.